Greetings, my internet friends. Welcome to Walking and Talking, the show in which I walk and talk. Again, I'm utterly confused, you could say, about what to say. Like, just stupefied. And the uh, question of why am I doing this seems to loom large and seems suddenly present. And as I'm speaking, I find myself gravitating towards some kind of assessment of my emotional state as a means of kind of attaching some kind of positive or negative or descriptive valence or characterization upon this present experience. And upon seeing myself look towards an analysis of my emotional state, I found that it had no bottom. That is, it had no end from which to pull forth any kind of description of my emotional state that would be at all accurate. And in fact, it seemed ambiguous as to whether it was negative or positive. And it seemed as if in a brief moment, the negative or positive scale on which you would assess your emotional state seemed meaningless. <clears throat> if I had to guess, it seems as if there was a point in the recent past, that is the past few moments of walking and talking in which I could have described it as a somber tone, but I think that that was actually only assessing uh, the appearance of my tone of voice rather than anything more substantial. But if I'm truly assessing this is experienced more truthfully, it's really ambiguous and even a superficial assessment of my tone of voice and delivery, at least to me, seems to correspond with that analysis, ambiguous.
I'm recognizing how brief moments of attention or attention to a brief moment has been leading towards longer time periods of description that are calling upon memory of that brief moment of attention. Namely, a moment where there is a pause where I'm grasping for something to say and then several following sentences are based upon memories of that moment but I'm also aware that those memories aren't the moment and the memories aren't even exactly faithful to the moment in question and in a more true sense the moment not only doesn't exist now, the moment in question, the moment that has been described thus far, not only does it not exist now, but it also, in a sense, never really existed. Or what's being described of it is kind of a, a residue of something that is sort of vanishingly narrow temporally but also by any other measure that is say for instance if we try to find a moment now and I look I don't come up with anything, but I only come up with potentially even sort of like a, a web, a web of apparent, let's say, a sensory phenomenon that in their interrelation to each other seem to point to something such as a moment of time but also not only in the temporal sense but also in let's say a, a physical sense or even an intellectual sense I find any instance of substantiality to be unsubstantiated or an emptiness <clears throat> to which everything that's being said here is referring. But everything also, additionally, everything that's being said here by 
inferring that it is even being said or suggesting the idea that there is in fact something being said right now or within some span of time some frame of time that we are supposedly holding in our mind within which we can piece the relative meanings of the words and sentences together to to form a meaning <clears throat> none of the moments in which these words are said exists either nor really any cumulative span of time in which things like ideas can be said to exist and to create this interrelated web of meaning that would refer to something. And in this sense, Even if this sounds like a kind of a declarative statement about the nature of things, I wonder if credence can be lent to this declaration by my subjective intuition here and I wonder if your subjective intuition agrees that there's a feeling of nothing being said about nothing or as if it kind of seems superficially like I'm speaking words and sentences that have a syntactical meaning to them and at least at least um, kind of like in passing or in transit it seems like I am talking about something and I, I say in passing or, or in transit because it's like at any moment it seems like for instance, in every word that I'm saying, like, has its proper relation to the other words that are preceding and following it in a way that seems to make sense to you. Am I right? Like, that is, um, we are having the experience of understanding the English language being spoken here. And yet, um, we can kind of pay very close attention or, or kind of strain even to try and uh, piece it all together into a broader concept or, or deeper concept or underlying concept or, or just kind of trying to find something substantial that is being referred to here and as much as I try to do that I come up I come up with nothing 
Although, it, there's maybe a temptation to um, identify nothing as the uh, substance or the referent here, that which is being talked about. And um, in that, around that, there being uh, a kind of substantial meaning or something seeming to uh, accumulate. Because also it's, it's not like there is um, it's not like there is standing out some some aberration of reality. There's, it doesn't seem like there's something immediately aberrant going on. Like, everything that seems to be happening here seems um, totally reconcilable with the rest of reality, if you will, or what we would think of as the real world or uh, maybe the external world or the rest of the rest of reality. There's nothing um, as far as I can tell that's uh, in stark opposition to the rest of reality or as far as I can tell no outstanding contradiction or or lie if you will but of course you know that's just as far as I can tell I say that although There's some broader sense in which I think this is all, in in some sense, a lie, but... But trying to be uh, at least the least untruthful as it can, but that's not exactly true either. So, I'm having this experience, or at least I, I, I seem to be having this experience of um, having a choice to make or multiple choices, almost, you know, almost endless choices in time, choices to make about what to say and which path of thought to follow that seem to that all seem to uh, be different frames of talking about 
this experience, whatever this experience is, and they're just being endless options with regard to every single variable. So for instance, just the, uh, even just the basic variable of what am I even talking about as this, this experience and take the temporal variable of that, for instance, am I talking about, you know, the, the vanishingly narrow moment of now, or am I talking about some broader temporal frame that it would include, let's say, everything that's being said, or somewhere in between that. And even every observation of the choice present between, you know, in, in, within all these variables. So each variable has many different choices that can be uh, called forth as the basis of the following thought. Even that observation reveals within it a, a, a totally different kind of observation, which is the one being talked about right now. Kind of an observation on an observation, if you will. And it becomes apparent that there is one thought built upon another thought or set of thoughts and that uh, no, no base can be found, no bottom can be found, because when I have the experience of looking at the question of what to say next, I find myself following, going through a, a type of thought that maybe searching for what is the most fundamental about this experience or what is the most true thing to say or what is the most pertinent or prescient thing to say. And I see that, I see options coming up. I see options presenting themselves as candidates for that which might be the most prescient thing to say, the most relevant aspect of experience at any given moment. And then upon observation of those candidates, they reveal themselves to be founded upon all kinds of things that have no substance or that, that they reveal themselves to, to be 
to to uh, be relative to something else and to uh, lack any solid substance inherently, you know, not, they, they, they don't um, stand by themselves and they don't present any solid evidence of them being the most fundamental characteristic or the most prescient or important thing to talk about, if you will. And um, why? And then um, I, I will. My my attention might uh, flash upon some other aspect of experience. Let's say while saying something, and while flashing upon some other aspect of experience or or let's say like my attention my attention shining on the experience of saying something the experience of articul of verbally you know physically verbally articulating some thought there comes this slight detachment from that thought as being that thought as being reality or even representing reality because it then appears just as prescient to describe the experience of Noticing my physical experience of, for instance, saying something or my mouth moving or noticing the experience of hearing my own voice. And, um, and then I can kind of start to investigate that experience, like, you know, hearing, hearing my own voice. And that just starting to exhibit a kind of uh, strangeness, if you will. But, I mean, as much as I could say strangeness, I could say like an almost jarring familiarity. A shocking familiarity. And, but at the same time, an unfamiliarity, like trying to trying to collect at once everything that's that has been said, and um, not exactly, not not exactly recognizing all of that as being part of myself or. Having 
emanated from something of myself. And um, even, even each mental action that seems to occur, continuing to um, experience some kind of alienation from it, because it, uh, because it's like I'm observing it and then observing it not to be myself, and not even necessarily agreeing with it or or seeing it as truth but only only seeing everything that's that's been said as a very relative and limited mental action or all of it being in transit or the the movement of something and there being this great potential for that to uh, turn into a, uh, a negative criticism and there's there's a sense in which uh, I feel like I, I have to let go of all of it without reacting negatively to it because then there'd be there just wouldn't be any end to uh, what I could be critical of here, including the idea of being self-critical. So it's kind of like continuing to um, exist or uh, con continuing to let everything go, but like experiencing just the, the basic like transience of everything. And I know this this is like a cliched way and then and at the same time that seems like the most obvious thing like even if even if you said of your experience look time exists uh it's kind of obvious time exists and if you know if if we're 
and we're moving through it or time either either we're moving through time or time is moving through us and it's just the most obvious thing that there's there's not ever like a real moment or or something that stands to be real at a moment or there's there's not an that there's not like something like a moment that lasts long enough for something to exist in it And um, it's, it just feels like it, it corresponds with this experience of things not, not being enough, you know? Not being right enough or good enough or sufficient. Like, everything in, in experience is kind of like insufficient. And so like I'm not I'm not even sure whether there's something possible like an acceptance of that or if that should be accepted or um if uh some emotional response would be correct to um become more uh emotionally disturbed And, and motivated to uh, get out of this experience of things being insufficient or, or just like incomplete. But uh, I mean, it's, it's as if like, it's, it's as if there's, there's all these um provisional webs of relations between ideas or or things or or anything that um these webs that seem to kind of obfuscate the uh the the nothing in kind of a provisional way it it it, it would appear so our relations between the self and the other, the self and the world, or between external things in the world, uh, between things and time, between events and time, events and things, the self and time, the self and events, different things that constitute the self, different qualities, that constitute the self or things.
these webs that um, become dizzyingly sophisticated. as kind of an obfuscation of nothing or an obfuscation of, you know, some hole, you know, either, either, way, either meaning of hole, like with a W or without the W. And kind of within these webs, it seems like something needs to be done. Things, things need to happen. Either from yourself or from outside of yourself. Either you need to do something or something else needs to happen in the world. in order to solve this puzzle that we see, you know? It's like, uh... <clears throat> like there's something wrong, and, uh... But that... That wrongness is, is... Is really just, uh... A really, a really, like, inextricable quality of reality. And in fact, it's, it's nothing but an extension of, of what's right and what's good. Maybe we'll return to that later. But the, the wrongness kind of... Um, elaborates itself into these sophisticated webs or, or puzzles or what's what seem to present as moral imperatives that have to do with the specific And then, uh, you know, if we could only, it, you know, it's like, uh, it's kind of like, you know, those like, those like puzzles that where you shift the tiles around, there's like a grid of tiles that you can shift around and, um, 
you try to you have to try to and there's only one gap in the grid you know there's one space where there's no tile and so you have to figure out how to shift all the tiles around in order to assemble the correct image in order to arrange the image so that all the pieces line up but uh and, and that's kind of like how reality is but the uh the joke of it is is that there's there's always there is always one tile missing and because of that the image is never complete and but at on the same token it's only because of the missing tile that any of the tiles can be shifted around it's it's only because of the the missing tile that that there is any what we could call freedom of movement of of the remaining tiles that seem to have information you know it's like and and i hope you get the picture of this this game it's like i used to have one when i was a kid it'd be like maybe maybe it'd only be nine tiles maybe it's more maybe it's 16 maybe it's four by four grid with uh an image on it but it's all jumbled up and so it's missing one tile you know what i'm talking about but if there were if if all the tiles were there there would never be there couldn't be any motion of the tiles it would be fixed in place and therefore would not be a puzzle and it would be wouldn't be interesting it would just be a static picture but because there is a piece missing it allows for these tiles to be rearranged into different relations to each other and so we perceive reality like that and uh, believe that it might be possible to rearrange the tiles meaning like the way things are in the world or the way we are as a person as a self or the the way we understand the world to get the clear to get the to get to the the finish to get to the real meaning the correct meaning or the the, the most correct meaning or the most the most good arrangement of the world the most good arrangement of how things are whether that be you know the world at large or in ourselves or in some in or or in a, a way of understanding the world and so you know we probe into these bits of information these these units of meaning or or uh you know units of matter objects you know it's like talking about either the material realm we're trying to shift around the material realm in order to make it the best possible way the best material conditions and circumstances or maybe it's the personal realm of trying to kind of 
sort ourselves out into the best possible arrangement or a kind of inter intersubjective realm of our understanding of the world like philosophy or science or religion etc etc and come to the clearest picture of the world where the picture is is complete but it's like like I'm saying in this metaphor it's because there's always something missing it's be it's only because of this incompleteness that any of that any of that freedom of motion can be achieved that there it's only because of this incompleteness that there even is anything like potentiality which is the same as saying consciousness because consciousness depends upon something something being unformed as of yet and it's the same as it's the same as talking about time it's like there there would be no time if all of the universe were complete if you will or or already preformed if the universe were already completed there'd be no time because there'd be no future you know there there'd be and there'd be no experiencer because there would be no movement Like I, it's not like there's it's not like there's independent observers like moving through an and moving through a timeline of an already completed deterministic universe We're not we're not playing that compatibilism game, um, and then this this gets into free will or whatever. But uh, you know, without without bogging this down in the argument about free will, it's. 
what I'm trying to get at more directly directly is like there is consciousness or at least there seems to be and the fact that there seems to be something the fact that there seems to be something is is kind of incontrovertible it's as self-evident as saying like you're having this experience or at least you seem to be it seems like there's an experiencer here and something being experienced And there seems to be something that can make a choice. You know what I'm saying? Even if, even if, we want to talk about how even neural functioning is predetermined because it is governed by the same physical laws that govern everything else. It's it still can't really, you can't really deny this aspect of, of incompleteness to, to experience. <coughs> that you cannot grab experience at any moment of time or you can't grab anything other than in a relative way, in a relational way. Even this, even something like a, like the question of whether there is free will or not. That there is the question, you know? That there is the question points to something. That there is disagreement. That there are apparently multiple perspectives. Like what is that about? The problem of communication. That there seems to be communication or or a lack thereof.
the problem of mortality, that there, there seems to be uh, something that um, is mortal that will come to an end. Some kind of entity that it can never fully complete itself. That always has some aspect of searching in, in whatever form that comes up. Even if it's in contentment, you know, even if we're experiencing what we could, we could deem contentment. Or even like, you know, total contentment. It's like if you if you followed contentment to its uh, logical endpoint, it would be the cessation of existence. Or the cessation of the illusion of existence, or the cessation of having ever existed, or the cessation of the cessation of the illusion of having ever existed. And it's like with the with the cessation of the individual is also the cessation of any external world, any other world. You know what I'm saying? That kind of like has the potential, that, that uh, idea has the potential to run in contradiction to a sort of Euclidean notion of the world that continues without my individual existence in it. You know, as, as I die and then the world continues, but then that brings us up to that age-old question of like, You know, is there experience after death? Or is that the end of experience? And is that the akin, is that akin to, is that akin to the long sleep? But it's, it's more, it's more nothing than sleep, you know? There's no dreams, there's no experience whatsoever. There's, uh, there's absolutely nothing. And in the in in absolute nothing of course there's no time and to me this kind of logically brings us to a kind of form of the anthropic principle where we have this question of well why why am I alive right now? Because if I weren't alive, there wouldn't be any experience or to ask that question. But, uh, you know, it, but it, maybe like, in another important sense, it's like, 
it brings us it brings to this like it brings us to this acceptance that or we we have to kind of accept that the quality of experience is not just our own <clears throat> as an individuated human that the quality of experience is larger than the individuated human it's not just ours if we are to concede this notion that a world continues after we die which you know is the commonly accepted belief it's the reason you would do anything good for anybody else or for your children it's the maybe it's the reason one would have kids or would raise your kids or would give do anything for your kids and could be the same uh motivation for doing a lot of other things like choosing not to have kids or uh, any any forms of uh, the motivation to be a good person you know it's like pretty pretty um i would say intrinsic to um any of they any, any anything that would inform our behavior in this world this idea this this uh this reality that there's you know something beyond what we experience i guess something that we can't experience anyhow other you know apart from getting into morality like returning to this this kind of anthropic principle of why why am i alive experiencing now or why why does it seem like that when you can make this logical conclusion if you're if you're sticking in a euclidean world view that uh it is um dizzyingly improbable that the moment of now would happen to fall fall between the infinitesimally small fragment of time that is between our births and our deaths and that the now did not happen to fall before our births or after our deaths And so you have to either either come to the conclusion that we're just all of us here are just phenomenally phenomenally lucky. We are like we are all the the lottery ticket winners out of a out of a number of people that is is 
either infinite if you are believing that the expanse of time or the expanse of like, you know, some kind of potential time is infinite or still um, a number so large as to, you know, effectively equate to infinity in, in our ability to conceive of such a huge number if you are conceiving of time as a finite thing and but then it's like you always get to whether whether you're talking about something being finite or infinite you know and we can apply this to time or to space if you if you are conceiving it as being finite space for instance if you're conceiving of the universe as being finite then you're effectively saying that there's nothing outside of it because like by definition anything that can be said to exist whether inside or outside of the universe is by definition part of what we are calling reality you know it's like let's 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 just define the terms right here and now like whenever i say reality or whenever i say the universe what i am meaning is anything that can be said to exist or even conceived of as existing which means like if there is an outside to the universe that outside either has to be nothing and if it's if it's a nothing that can be conceived then you're calling it you you are you are kind of definitionally dragging it into reality and then you are in a sense giving the nothing a substance making the, the nothing into something or you are essentially you are it you know it becomes a paradox like like the the even the idea of finiteness like in in uh in space or time like there's no it loses its meaning it that it uh it kind of like it kind of destroys its own meaning if you will hello So, like, just maybe just to, uh, as another way to illustrate Chris Langan's idea of conspansion, that is, um, if you are defining the universe as all that exists, the idea of an expanding universe is kind of meaningless because there's nothing outside of which, there's nothing else to measure it against. 
in order to say or observe it expanding. But if you are observing the expansion based on reference points that are all within the universe, which is all that you can possibly do, of course, you can only observe this expansion, this quote-unquote expansion, from within and between reference points that are within reality, that are part of reality, then it is in fact more accurate to say that it, it's, it, makes, it makes a little bit, it makes more sense to refer to the universe as conspanding, as in it's like the contents of which, the contents of it are actually shrinking and because the contents of the universe shrinking all at once is the same is the same observed effect as like the space in between objects increasing you know what i'm saying it's like both the this cuz all of this measure of space is all relative to each other it's like space is only meaningful in in relation to matter or or anything that can be observed it's like without anything that can be observed there's nothing there's no referent against which something like space has any meaning and conversely it's like there's not like the stuff that seems to exist requires something like space as a referent for you know something like matter to have any meaning or to have any reality and so all of matter shrinking is a little bit better uh, depiction of what's going on than space expanding because there's there's because all the matter shrinking you can still have it it is a, a self-contained relation you know it's like shrinking in relation to space a space that is contained I mean, it's not really contained by anything. It's contained by nothing, you could say, which doesn't mean anything. But, uh... You know, it's, it's a more... complete model. It's because it's self-referential. Rather than referring to an external that doesn't exist. Anyhow, what did I even there was some there was something else there was something I was going towards uh that caused me to get off on describing that conspansion. I mean I guess that it relates to this question of whether there is a is a something that we can refer to as nothing or is there something we can refer to as nothing that has any meaning? And I 
think, kind of know, because anytime you're referring to a nothing, you are, you are kind of referring to it within the same category of meaning that you would apply to any type of something. Because a, a true nothing would definitionally escape definition. By its by definition, nothing would escape definition, would be would be undefinable. And then so it, it really is paradoxical. And then and at the same time, nothing is really the only referent that gives any meaning to something. And so all of the something all of the something also loses its reality. It only kind of in but then, but then this, this something kind of like creates, like seems to kind of create itself uh, in this transitory web of relation. But it's really just like, you know, with, it's like whether we refer to something as, you know, the, the whole or to nothing really makes no difference they they're both equally meaningless whether you know it's like saying the whole is the same as saying nothing because it gets it it actually you know is a is a larger scale than than meaning you know it is a larger It's a larger concept than um, anything else. It's it's not something that it's larger than meaning. If you get to something that doesn't have anything that it relates to, that doesn't have any. Um, opposing other, you know? So you, you just cannot talk about the whole meaningfully. And uh, it's, it's also something that is, in a way, in a way it's, it's larger than reality. Even though that doesn't make any sense either. You know, that doesn't make any sense to say. It's a meaningless, paradoxical description. Larger than reality. Nothing is larger than reality. And then again, nothing is larger than reality.
and um, you just you can't get to any end you can't get to any end point it seems uh, it seems so uh, self-evident that you couldn't get to an end that and also that nothing has any end and also that nothing has any beginning and then from there like following that there there isn't even any now there is there isn't even a present and uh, that's of course a paradoxical and meaningless thing to say it's impossible and yet if you if you follow what seems true you get to this uh, you just keep going further into some kind of morass I mean, but it's not really a morass, it's, it's actually just the same as anything. It's just, it's just the same as, as uh, normalness. But then, you know, it's like there's, there isn't any normal. And there never was. It's like everything is and always has been and always will be completely impossible to to even exist and it can't it also can't not exist. Like you can't you can't actually have something like non-existence just as much as you can't have existence. I realize that um, a lot of the things I'm saying may uh, appear as assertions that are not fully self-evident or, or not um, fully backed up by everything that I say and uh, would seem to require a more, more thorough basis or explanation or evidence. Maybe. But, um, and I, I feel like kind of a lack here. It's like, I, like I feel, um, an inadequacy here because I have this suspicion. I have this suspicion that like the things that I'm saying are not adequately connected with my uh, what I'm calling direct experience or something or, or what I am conceiving of as direct experience or being able to say things or explain them which would connect them to your experience in a way that would make them kind of evident but then at the same time uh, I'm also very suspicious of my own position as of being one to 
try and tell you anything or explain to you anything <clears throat> because there's not just there just isn't anything to get to there's there's only cutting the pie in different ways and it's like uh, I'm I'm very obviously engaged in a completely futile activity a, a completely futile quest it's it seems or a futile searching or endeavor or pursuit if you want to call it that of Whatever this is, whether it be attempting to understand the whole, which um, I, I don't know if uh, I ever ex explicitly um, decided that that's what I was doing here. Or if it's just talking about nothing, uh, then it's more kind of obviously futile. And um, they're they're being like I like I'm talking, and there's always these um, there's always these unexamined assumptions that I realize I've been operating upon all the time. Like they just keep going. Like the assumption that I should try to speak in a, an engaging way. Like like I'm thinking about your experience and uh, having some kind of idea that. I should be giving you something uh, in some form or other, and then, or that which which on on one hand, which is, it seems like you know, incorrect in multiple ways. Like on one hand, it uh, being based on the assumption that I have anything to give to you, or to uh, teach to you or that you could learn or that would be uh, in addition to your person in some way or another or improve your life in some way or another. <clears throat> uh, which, to be perfectly honest, I don't think that's true. And then kind of following from this unexamined assumption that I should be uh, benefiting you somehow, it's like, uh, then there's all these questions that flow from that of like, how, like, should I be saying something that you like or that is engaging enough for you to, to keep, keep you listening, to keep your interest And this this question of trying to speak legibly <clears throat> but maybe it's that maybe it's that what's going on here is not so much about uh, like a, a positive aspiration towards something um, but is maybe 
you could get closer to defining it negatively of the saying it's I mean and that's maybe how I'm approaching it more that it's uh, trying to avoid being this or that trying to avoid being that which I can recognize because that which you know that which I can recognize as being something uh, while while on one hand I'll, there'll be uh, some kind of gravitational pull towards um, becoming or doing something something that that is recognizable of being becoming something or creating something there's a gravitational pull towards that but uh it's it's gravitational you know it's uh it's it it's not it feels it's like something foreign to uh i don't know what what seems more prescient what seem, what seems more uh i don't know this is this is this is getting into paradoxical because i i'm trying to kind of like uh rationalize what i'm doing or 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 drag it down into the realm of being meaningful of uh having a type of value and uh which i'm see- which i'm also seeing as a kind of degradation or uh being being defiled in a certain way um which also is not really true because even even um using such a term as defilement or degradation to refer to uh <clears throat> the characteristics or qualities which um may have a gravitational pull about them so like things that are recognizable things things that uh things that contribute towards the action of individuation and separation the things that uh spark the emotions of longing and things that kind of like stratify the whole into desirous individuated beings in even in even in very uh subtle ways um a mistake is a mistake is still being made by judging that uh as a negative or or attributing it with any sort of negative valence whatsoever um especially a term like degradation or defilement um you know it's it's uh it's like um setting up this uh spiritual hierarchy or something or hierarchy of uh between between um you know at just s- simply aspects of the manifold uh appearing lower in the hierarchy and the whole or uh what i'm mostly kind of pointing to as a form of void 
um, as being higher up, you know, being the top of the hierarchy or something, which is a total misconstrual. It's a, it's a, it's a, a, a twisted, it's a twisted view, but um, it's in, it's uh, in, a, in a sense, it's like an understandable twisted view. It's like an under, it's an understandable defiled view uh, that is born of what we're calling separation and individuation of um, if there's an individual here then it's seeing it's uh, <clears throat> it's the the very the very quality of being individuated is um, creating things like orientations multiple orientations that would include past and future and present or the good and the bad <clears throat> or or things like the one and the many uh, and so like as such that's not even to be rejected or to be ref it's not even to be referred to as defilement because on on the on the basis simply on the basis that uh, it seems to exist as as much as anything else seems to exist um, which increasingly which you know not I mean increasingly is, is um, also kind of a mistaken way to say it uh, because it's like denoting this it's denoting like movement and time it's it's a uh, implying this directionality in time which is like you know the, the very thing that previously was referred to as defiled and then it's like we, we keep kind of going up in these meta levels of recognizing that um, every framework in which we referenced anything as existing on some kind of hierarchy or the any framework by which we were could refer to anything as being even relatively defiled is itself a defiled view or a twisted view if you will and and then you know we just keep going in that loop because it's like you just heard me you know calling anything twisted uh and then it's that in itself being twisted and what I just said being twisted and you and I, I could kind of pretty much keep going that way infinitely and and that would in fact to be to go in that loop infinitely would in fact be the um, truer I, I mean like the more relatively the relatively less untrue portrayal of reality or, or unreality uh, kind of, you know, is just as accurate uh, a figure of speech for this sort of thing. And so like, we haven't, we haven't gone anywhere, you know, we're still, uh, we're still where we started if you will but like you know just just different kind of levels of acceptance if you will or um yeah something like that like um 
not having not having really uh like transcended anything or or not not really um you know do, doing away with this any kind of notion of transcending anything it's it's like a joke you know uh but maybe as evidenced in the qualities of this this experience now if we if we can if we can you know venture such a term in scare quotes um uh, that uh we might we might be tempted to point out characteristics maybe such as exuberance or something like like a type of exuberance or um like a there's i mean just uh in purely um more uh, objective uh, markers this uh, there, there's like a, a quickening of the pace of speaking there's there's like maybe we could say that there's uh, an increased that there's um, increasing um, <clears throat> there's increasing like actualization of um, some of the uh, characteristics of reality slash unreality that have been alluded to before but that that seem uh as if they're slightly more um there's they're slightly more integrated into experience or something or um experience uh seems more seems slightly more unified or, or like uh, viscerally and, and centrally uh, um, you know sh shining forth with the uh, th this kind of like paradoxical impossibility that uh, was that like we can we can kind of like we can kind of like you know, extrapolate out of the present by calling forth memory of the past, um, and we can we can um, we can conjure forth the past times, which you know we're doing this like at, for fun, really. It's like not not really, that like there isn't really a past, obviously, uh, but. Or, or, but we can, we can kind of like, you know, entertain the notion and, uh, entertain apparent memories, you know, we can, we can, uh, we can let these, uh, memories kind of s seem to come forth and stratify our experience into having a temporal nature and just you know follow along in this charade and uh entertain this idea of the past um or or one such constituent quality of one version of the past would be the would be the uh a, a more having a there being a more a disconnected um a more disconnected nature of 
thinking that uh, was was th theorizing qualities of experience or reality, whatever, you know, it seemed uh, in a way that was more, um, that seemed more academic in, or, or more intellectualized and there, there being uh, a division between that and the present. And, uh, but then again, maybe that's, maybe that's still the case. You know, it's, it's like, it's not like, uh, there's any kind of confirmation here. It's not like there's, um, it's not like there's, uh, something hard existing. There's not like there's something that's been achieved here. It's like, that was all <clears throat> something that we're indulging in this, this idea that of progression of the, of this, uh, moment there, or even the idea of there being a present moment here that has a quality that is uh, made meaningful in distinction to a quality that existed in a, a past moment when a past time existed, and that uh, if if you are if you are kind of like uh, following that illusion or if you're entertaining that illusion, then it makes possible uh, the the. Comparing and contrasting of experiences as of there being, you know, multiple experiences and some of them being more desirable than others. Although it's like, as I speak of that illusion, I'm wondering about, I'm wondering now if there's, if there isn't some kind of reality. It's like, I, I speak of the illusion and then maybe uh, I start to, I start to wonder if it isn't real, like a, a dream is the dream real or not like it's like if you're asking the question seriously then it's probably not um but it's like is this 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 experience i mean and i'm already like suspicious of every um word And any uh, thing that would, um, I'm suspicious of anything that would seem to uh, start to construct a meaning. But, but at the same time, it's like, um, we're still, we're still kind of, it's, it's as if we're still kind of following the, 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 the um, we're, it's as if we're still kind of f following the like uh, logic of meaning, or, or like we're kind of s still seem to be following um, the the pattern of meaning for some reason. I, I don't know why, or if there is a reason that that we are doing that, or or if it's possible not to, you know. If there is anything, if there, if there actually were something, because it's like, it's not like, it's not like I could, uh, it's not like it would actually be possible to consciously decide, um, to step outside of meaning or step, it, it would be like saying stepping outside of reality. It's not actually, uh, 
possible because anything any outside you would get to would still be reality and it's the the same with with meaning it's like there would be there would have to be a preceding meaning to lead towards the decision to leave meaning and uh and then the everything that resulted from leaving meaning would still be an extension of that meaning that logic and it, in that way it's like the idea of meaning is as meaningless as ideas like reality and it's like and and um the what we're saying here is that even the manifold uh kind of conspanded or or uh the the manifold um relative web webs of relative meaning that seem to obfuscate um and at the, as much as they seem real as it's like as much they it's like the creation of meaning or the creation of reality is is actually the same is one and the same action of obfuscating reality which is the same as obfuscating nothing which isn't actually anything at all there, there isn't actually any action there isn't actually any action or movement or uh change you know it's like there is there isn't actually even any transience but it's 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 equally fine to say that there is or that that there is only you know that stuff that there isn't and and like um but a, f a feeling of stupidness persists about this you know like it's still this is still stupid um but it's it's like not more maybe i don't know it's not like more stupid than what it could be or something you know what i'm saying It's like it's like this is stupid but in the same way that everything is stupid. I I think. I mean, I mean maybe it's there's there's also a sense in which it could say it's more stupid than than everything. I but that might just be me being modest. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I mean there's the there's the feeling of there's the experience of stupidity like as as an active thing of an, uh, 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 of an action it's like like I'm uh, as if as like I'm being stupid um or I'm stupiding or something or more 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 that like just like stupidity is like doing itself And then, but then, you know, this is also just, just, uh, this is, that is also just like, a that itself, that this whole, uh, um, proclamation of, of stupidity is itself, 
a cop-out. Um, it's a shield, you know. It's all. It's also a shield that is is uh, defending against. That is uh, preemptively defending against um, any kind of uh, attack on, on on any kind of legitimacy or or truth claims uh, or uh, seriousness. And so it's like anything, anything that this is at all is a problem. You know what I mean? Like anything that this could be, anything that this could possibly de- be, any quality that it could possibly have, is as, is just as problematic as it as as it is good or or meritous. You know. It's like any merit that it has is also its liability. Just as much. There it's pretty much one and the same because it's it is pretty much just, you know, rearranging the tiles on the in the in the puzzle. While it's like they may be rearranged or not, but they're all still there and there's there's and they're all still lacking something. That, that all the tiles were there to begin with. The image was there to begin with. Whether it's obfuscated or not. And the, it's, it's the very obfuscation of it to begin with that would make its clarification uh, meaningful that would uh, or desirable. It's the very obfuscation that would make the elucidation uh, <clears throat> desirable or meaningful at all, or to give reality at all to such an action as elucidation, or such a notion as elucidation. And then the the elucidation itself, um, s- just like still still reve- revealing um, nothing but the problematic problematic nature of everything. That that you know the image is still not complete, or to the extent that the image is complete, then it's dead and it's it doesn't it ceases to be. You know, like the extent to which anything is completed it's it's dead and it's 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 no longer extant it's which is why you know it's like reality is necessarily incomplete which is which is you know you can't even think about that you can't even think about it you can't even think that it doesn't work It doesn't even work. Like nothing, nothing works, you know?
like it's it's just problem it's problems all the way down it's problem it's problem all the way down and like you know it's like every single every single thing that's said here is a problem as much as it means anything or as much as it seems to clarify anything if it does at all it's it confuses just as much like there there is only confusion which is the same as saying you know there that this is the correct understanding. This this here is, you know, as good as it gets. This experience. But, you know, it's that's not uh that can be taken the wrong way. In fact, it's a in fact it's an inherently paradoxical statement. It's like the problem in it lies in the in the phrase this experience. Like this experience is, is a problematic idea. It's like, number one, it's assuming that it's, it's saying that there's such a thing as experience at all. So, I mean... There's, there's just kind of, there's just talking here, and that's it, that's it. There's just talking, and uh, any, any kind of exuberance or, or vigor that might exist here knows that it's not getting at anything, that there's no, there's no end, that there's no, that it has, that it has nothing to get. It's just like, it's just it's just a continuation of, you know, the the sort of action of, of manifolding, if, if you will, of of manifesting the many. Which there's no reason for, you know? It's not, there's, there's no reason. And there's, there's, there's kind of, and there's no escape. There's no escape. There's no salvation. There's nothing that will survive. There's nothing that can survive. There's nothing that has survived.
and yet here it all is here here is everything here's here's me here's you as individual people who exist in time in relation to other things that do or even do not exist and people that have died and people that haven't been born yet And here's here's a intersubjective reality that people agree or don't agree on. Here it is. It seems. And here we are having, having, have, having been born at just the right time to experience now. We lucked out. We're so lucky. We're people who will uh, avoid pain and uh, avoid threats to the continuity of our corpus, the continuity of uh, anything that seems to be us, the continuity of our individuation. But it's like, <clears throat> you know, separation for there to seem to like there's something, to seem like there's something. For fun. For fun and joy in life and stuff. There's, there's limitation in order for there to be life. There's limitation in order for there to be experience. 
but there also is no limitation and there also is no experience. But there is. It's like there's, there is something because there's nothing. Know what I mean? Know what I mean? Do you know what I mean? There's, there's you and me and the world because there isn't anything. Because there never was anything. And it's, uh, it's okay, you know? It all has this, it all, it is all, it is all completely and totally pervaded by this okayness. It, it is, it is so profoundly okay. Where like this, this okayness doesn't need anything. It doesn't want anything. It's okay with, it's okay no matter what happens. The okayness doesn't even depend on you. It's, it's like you, you are kind of an extension of okayness. And like, it's the, the problem of evil. It's like, evil, evil has to be possible in order for this okayness, because like, the okayness can't, the okayness isn't gonna put bounds on things. I mean, we could call it, the, we could call it goodness too. Like the good, the pervading goodness isn't gonna bound things. It's not gonna, it's not gonna, cut off the possibility of evil. It's not going to cut off the possibility of pain and suffering. It's like, how could it and still be good, you know? How could it and still be goodness? If it's like, if it's like, confining, you know? It's not it doesn't limit. But it's also, it also presents this freedom. It's like the freedom. I mean, let's, let's use a less loaded word and just say like choice 
which is the same as consciousness, which is the same as you, which is the same as time, which is the same as the, there, there being an unformed aspect of reality that is being formed now by you here, you know? Like, your, your individuation is, is in fact the nexus between the formed and the unformed. Your individuation is the center of choice. The fact that you could do something or you could not do something. Or you could, you could, you know, that there's, that there's choice. That you could do, that you could do something evil. That you could do something evil. Is evidence of, of the, of, of the good that pervades everything. That there's that possibility. That there's that potentiality. That there's the potentiality for you to do good or do evil or do anything at all. Is an aspect of the pervasive, inherent good that, you know, is everything that it is. That is everything that is or isn't. It's like, can you, like, can, can we even imagine a reality without evil? Or without the problem of evil? Is it even possible for there to be a reality without the problem of evil? Or without a problem, you know? Without, without a deep and pervasive problem? There's no reality. Because there would just be this completed whole. And the completed whole isn't alive. The completed whole has no subject and object. The completed whole has no anything. There's no experience. There's no time. There's no, there's no paradox. In fact, there is paradox. In fact, the completed whole, the completed whole is the same as nothing. The completed whole cannot escape the paradox. It becomes the same paradox of of a fundamentally incomplete reality or or a fundamental nothingness. It's like wherever you wherever direction you want to go in suggesting a fundamental nature of reality even if you want to say it's nothing that there isn't anything or that there's only paradox. It's essentially the same uh, paradox of, you know, completely incomplete or incompletely complete or there's completeness necessitates, the, the completeness necessitates incompleteness. The whole necessitates the manifold and vice versa. And also there isn't any manifold or whole.
and there isn't any individuation or choice or free will and there is and all of that's impossible and it's necessary necessarily true And there's, there's reality that seems as hard as anything, as it could be. And there's meaning that seems as hard and immutable as it could be. And then it isn't, and then it isn't. And all of, and we're all stupid and we're all limited and we're all limited and incomplete and flawed and we're perfect. And we're perfect expressions of the limited impossible. We are perfect expressions of the imperfect nature of reality, of the impossible, incomplete nature of things, the totally paradoxical things. Like that saying, like, you're perfect and you could use improvement. And they're the same. They're actually the same. The quality of being fucked up and needing improvement is the same thing as being perfect. There's not a difference. And I'm stupid, and these videos are stupid, and they're incomplete, and they don't make sense, and they're confusing. And they're of low quality, and, and it's like, you know, and then that's the same as, that's the same as their perfection, whatever. But they all, but then, you know, any action or a thought or consideration towards that perfection is also the downfall. Any realization of perfection is a downfall. Is, it, is its own defilement. In the, session, in, the, in, the, in, the, in the way that nothing can ever really manifest and nothing ever really does manifest and nothing ever really did manifest. And yet, it's all here. It's all right here.
and I can't say anything that's true enough or correct enough or good enough. And I can't even say anything that's true at all. Even that, even that, even that wasn't true at all. That thing that I just said. And this is just like completely normal to the point point of uh, banality. It's it's come it's total totally recognizable. It's it's pure recognition. It's not really pure. It's just recognition. This is just normal life. This is normal life. This is how it is. And it's not, and it's it's also uh, exalted or something, maybe, in a way, if you think it is. And uh, it's like I'm talking and I'm making this video and I'm putting it online and making it available to you. And uh, in the action, in, in the action of that, there being implicit some idea that there would be a reason that you would want to watch or listen to this. But in fact, there isn't a reason. There isn't a reason for you to watch or listen to this. There's not, there's also not necessarily a reason not to, you know. It's just like, a shape of experience, but it's not even that. 
There's not even a shape of experience. Experience doesn't even have a shape. There isn't even content to it. There isn't even content to experience, I'm saying. But then, of course, obviously there is, apparently. But you can't, you can't even, you can't nail it down. You can't find it. You can't find the content of your experience other than in this web. Of which none of the constituent reference points have any existence. Only relationally. There's only the relations between different aspects of nothing. And so there isn't anything. There isn't anything. And yet here's all this all this shit. How can there only be relation with nothing that's being related, you know? But then it's like the things that are supposedly relating are only are completely dependent on the relations. The, re the relations are dependent on the things. And then so you have, that just makes another relationship between, re there's a relationship between relationship and things. There's a relationship between re relationships and things. There's a relationship between things and relationships. But there's no, there's no bottom, you know? There just isn't any bottom. So it's natural, it's, it's natural to be discontent or it's natural to be content. But then, you know, n neither of those things, I think, uh, have any real meaning. It's like, if you're, if you're truly content, what does that mean? Like being, it, it implies something different than happiness. It implies the acceptance of something and acceptance implies some kind of lacking experience, some, some experience of lack, some experience of incompleteness. And so like the very word content, even if I am to say that I am content, implies within it an experienced incompleteness. But maybe it describes, I think it, I think it all, I think all it could best describe really is, um, a relatively flat emotional state, you know, being relatively emotionally stable with the experience of incompleteness notwithstanding.
and if one's can if one's supposed contentment which you know which means like i don't think contentment is even a real concept it's like if one's supposed contentment is uh unshakable then it would have to uh be inclusive of states of discontentment states where you are actually emotionally riled up and you know feeling something like distress and all that is you know all that is a discontent feeling all that is is the very true and real experience of the incompleteness of the whole you know of the void suffering is just it's just real you know suffering is just reality or one one end of it one aspect of it but a real one nonetheless it's just the it's just the the moving towards that void it's the uh it's the the dissolution of some kind of web of relational reality that's coming apart it's the moving back to the one i think but then also none of the, none of this is anything also so there's there's just like you know contentment and discontentment are are just the same you know they're the same like go you know go ahead strive after stuff strive go ahead you know strive for self cultivation go ahead strive for enlightenment if you want it's no problem struggle and suffer towards enlightenment if you want it's no it's fine I mean, you won't find anything, but that's fine too. That's that's perfectly fine. I mean, it's it's okay. It's it's profoundly okay. Or don't. You know? I either or or don't suffer or don't struggle you know or don't search but then you can't there's there's no actual there's no actual cessation of suffering you can't actually do that you know or there's no actual 
calling off the search. Like, you can't actually. Because there, there isn't that completion, you know? But that's fine. There just isn't any experience to get, but there also just isn't even, like, it's bigger than that. It's like, not only is there no special experience to be sought after or attained, it's also that there isn't even any experience at all. And also, not only is there no special experience to have there's also there's also no cessation of experience there's no stopping of experience there's no end to it and there's also no end to the search for experience so stop searching for the end of the search uh, or don't you know because you can't And there's no, there's no understanding it. There's just simply no understanding, uh, you know, the big question or anything else. You can talk about a relative understanding, but all a relative understanding is is a is one one arrangement of the non-understanding, one particular enfoldment of unknowingness. You know, presenting itself as a particular constellation of meanings that can only kind of transiently seem to be an understanding if you narrow your frame of view sufficiently enough that you're kind of ignoring all the externals, you know? It's like under the, the, uh, concept of understanding something is the same as the action of 
narrowing your scope of looking and blocking out external stuff, like externalizing stuff, actually. I mean, and that's kind of the same with anything. Like, a notion of success means you are, you are actively narrowing a certain frame. You're, actu you're actively narrowing a scope of meaning so that you can have something like success that means something within that narrowed framework and you're actively ignoring all the externals to it. You're actively, if you're succeeding at something, it means you're actively ignoring the way that you're failing at absolutely everything else. I mean, you're, it's like you're, you're essentially failing at everything that you're not currently succeeding at. If you, if you're, you know, have a broad enough scope of things. And so it's like this idea of success is, you know, it's just completely, it's a joke, you know, but it's one that we, we like to go along with sometimes because it might be fun or something or because that's the way that that's, that's one way uh, to kind of like stratify reality or, or stretch it and, and shape it into something that something that has attributes like time and meaning or uh, I mean I guess mainly because we want positively valenced emotions out of it and then uh, we do it and we do it with this understanding that there's going to be negative emotions and struggle uh, leading up to it and and then there's like and, and there's like a goal, you know? And then we feel happy, but our, the uh, intensity of our happiness is exactly proportional to the amount of struggling and suffering that we experienced uh, in the lead up of that. And, but then, you know, even the conception of something as a goal is an, is an act of cordoning off uh, certain categories of experience and and kind of arbitrarily relating them to each other, like you know, like when, like running the marathon and the pain of the training and the pain of the running and the discipline and the the sacrifice uh, or whatever. The, these are just kind of arbitrary uh, arbitrary categorizations and and of experience and arbitrary arbitrarily uh kind of separating them out into good and bad types of experiences and it's like you know and then if you try to broaden this the scope of like what does it actually mean to run a marathon uh in the scheme of things it doesn't mean anything more than the discipline and the sacrifice that you put into it it doesn't mean anything more than that. It doesn't mean anything more than the sum of the elements that you that you know we decide to put into it. Uh, and uh, it sounds like I'm being kind of a, a negative Nancy or something, but it's but maybe it's like better to call my own example. It's like this thing that I'm doing. It's like it's the same thing. 
It's like, this doesn't mean anything more. This activity that I'm doing right now or the way that I have kind of framed this experience or shaped this experience really does not mean anything more than the way that I've, you know, the, the whatever meanings that I arbitrarily erect around it connect in connection to it and whatever positively valenced emotions I might experience um, in this framework, you know, walking and talking, making these videos, etc., um, are just directly proportional to um, their, their opposite feelings and experiences that I also experience in relation to it. And so this, this in fact, this experience is another just completely arbitrary uh, shaping of the reality of my subjective experience and yours as well uh, to the extent that you give your attention to it. And you could just as well not give your attention to walking and talking in any way, shape, or form and your experience would be shaped a different way and the or, or the content of your experience would look different, uh, but there there wouldn't be there's there's no change in value there. There's no there's no quantitative gain gaining or losing, I would say, uh, with either of those options pursued. It's like the both of the both positive and negative emotions are 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 really kind of uh drawing drawing the hole out into hello good into in in ways that that give it time that that create the experience of time and when you are experiencing let's say like strong emotions it's like you are actually experiencing time more intensely as in the the uh timeless the 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 absence of temporality like the or the the impossibility of temporality uh is is like kind of knotted up in different shapes and ways through the emotions and one through through the emotions one has the experience of time time passing more intensely one one becomes in a sense uh more intensely individuation individuated through the experience of emotions like you uh have the the more intense feeling of being in, of of being in the body i i would say like um in ways that in ways that are kind of uncomfortable, like in in the ways that um, in the ways that uh, are evidence of one's mortality that that call into uh, that call into question um, the continuity of the self, the continuity of the body of, of the corpus, the experience of pain and discomfort. Uh, whether that be immediate, an immediately uh, physical thing or whether it be like a uh, 
a more uh, mentally related uh, form of discomfort or pain uh, and those not being uh, completely distinct from each other but in fact being um, profoundly linked you know it's like discomfort or pain being we could say uh, physiological or or uh, you know of the mind body whatever but in in either way <clears throat> that that uh, like stratification of of time being the same phenomenon as the act of individuation of the the manifold of of becoming uh an aspect of the manifold you know becoming uh one of the many dendrites on the manifold fingers of the whole you know and then the uh, the sort of easing of tension, the 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 uh, the uh, sort of relaxation of of these emotional tensions um, or like like the 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 kind of like what I would say like the 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 perceptual reality given to um the body and the self it's like there there can be a a relative like easing of that it seems it seems where it's like um this uh the um the the more the more pervasive good, the more pervasive unknowing uh, kind of comes comes more to the fore or something. I mean, and all of this I'm saying um, with a giant asterisk in front of all of it because I'm, I'm speaking in, in temporal ways like as if there's change from one state to another uh, when ultimately there isn't when ultimately like it's like all of this either exists simultaneously or not at all um, but at the same time is, is it's like everything at once like the whole uh, singularity the whole like, kind of spatial temporal experiential singularity is kind of like all at once kind of stratifying itself into difference into into the many and then the many exist at different times that you know exist throughout time and throughout space uh but all of that space being uh you know you know it's like the, like the um the existence of time and the existence of space um and the uh the would be um separation of different things or things at different times or different events or different beings or different perspectives etc uh the would be separation of that all you know all all of that existing on a substrate that 
is also at the same time all simultaneously and all without location like um without uh it being centerless or or something or or the the center the center being everywhere or everywhere being the center uh of time and of space and of experience like even like all of um all of individuation individuated you know multi subjectivity perspectives in a sense all being the center of experience at the same time which you know i know it doesn't make any uh logical sense and can't can't exactly be grasped you know but it's uh just it's just that's just kind of another like bridge between uh what can't be experienced and what can apparently be experienced But, you know, and, and then it's like all of that is just like, it's all, you know, it's all just this also, like just this, you know? Like even, even to the extent that it's, that something sounds profound or uh, grandiose uh, is, a, is a little bit of a distraction, you know? Because it, because it's all just this, you know. Like just this normalness, this ordinariness, is that. Like everything, you know, everything contained in the, in whatever we think of as banal and ordinary and boring and uh, uninteresting and the whatever, like the the flotsam and jetsam of life that we'd feel like we could do without. Like it's all that too. Like, or that's all it, you know? 
It's like, you know, and it's like, if just in case you were under any kind of illusion, it's like, this isn't anything, you know? This is nothing. This is bullshit, you know? I don't, I'm just speaking for myself. I'm just speaking for, uh, you know, what you, what you seem to be perceiving in me or uh, in this uh, video or uh, what, what I might be doing or something like that or what's going on here. It's also just, it's not anything to worry about. Like, it's not something, it's not something, I mean, and, and, and I might, I might be, uh, you know, presumptuous in even, in even guessing that this might have become a thing in your mind, or that this, this video series might have become something or something like, that might, maybe I'm being presumptuous in assuming that that's, that was even a possibility for you. Uh, but just don't don't worry because this this isn't even anything. It's like you know, this is just the same as what you are. Who said? Somebody said. I think Martin Martin or somebody said like uh, he was the Jimi Hendrix of himself. That's what I'm saying. You're the you're the Jimi Hendrix of yourself. So don't fucking worry about it. Don't worry about me. Cause you're, you, you are already that, you know? You're already that. So don't worry about anybody else either cause you're already that, you know? Like we don't, we don't need the glory, uh, you or, or I, 
you know? You don't need the glory. It's not, it's not good for me and it's not good for you. Uh, but, you know, maybe like glory as this uh, externalized thing, you know, this thing that we want is, uh, is good as this kind of like deteriorative uh, force, this kind of like degrading uh, force because it, it degrades us, our, our uh, reach for it, our reaching for it. I mean, it's, it's not like it's good as a degrading force, but it's fine. It's, it's okay as a, as a form of degradation because then, you know, you get degraded and you, and you uh, become an asshole and then uh, that's fine too. And then you, 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 you suffer in your assholishness and and make everybody else suffer through your assholishness but then there's a there's as 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 much as anyone is an asshole like that's still a kind of direction that's still a finger pointing that's still a pointing finger to the to the opposite to its opposite you know like as much as you perceive somebody as being an asshole whether it's somebody else or it's yourself there's that still entails a pointing finger to the non-asshole-ishness to the non-asshole-ishness the relative the relative less asshole-ness ishness and the that's that that point that pointer is always present i think i think i think but actually it's actually there's no direction you know what i'm saying there's not actually a direction the only direction is is to the is towards the absence of direction that's all that there is at any uh, apparent end like any any thing that seems to be the end um is kind of the absence of end of the end is is uh the cessation of there ever having been an end or a beginning i mean think about it or don't or like you know liking things or liking things or disliking things being liked or disliked it's the, it's it's the same it's the same doing something shitty or doing something great it's the same And it's all, and it's, and it's not, you know?
and it'll also inevitably be not it'll also there will there will also inevitably be this like not okayness you know about stuff but that you know it's like that not okayness is the same as like being an extension of uh the pervasive okayness It's a part of it. The judgment. The discernment. The discernment. As part of, is part of the there is the of of the there isn't any distinction. Cuz you know, we're like paradoxically and and stupidly discerning between things that seem to point towards the good or point or don't point or distract from it and in some kind of relative sense that's they do and that's true and that is you know a part of the incompleteness of things as part of the inadequacy the insufficiency of things of the world of people and of yourself and things what things seem to be to you i don't know what thing what things what uh what uh orientations in yourself seem to uh <clears throat> be pointing in the the right direction or the wrong direction but it's but everything that seems to be pointing in the right in the wrong direction seems at, seemed at one point to be the right direction and then it seems like you're oh actually we're realizing this was the wrong direction the thing that was uh i'm seeing now is just being sexy or something uh seemed good at the time and uh now i see it as not so good but then in that not so goodness uh there is implied a the real the real good direction the real good direction the overarching more transcendental uh good direction uh and i've i've risen above these superficial pleasures and temptations in order to understand the real good or the 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 better good and uh so on and so forth but you kept we kept going we kept going we kept realizing that even that was even that was an illusion you know what i'm saying <clears throat> i perceived my salvation and i strove towards salvation and then i realized that uh, i was an error to seek salvation and so i stopped seeking and the cessation of seeking was my salvation but then oh whoops it keeps everything everything in the past was wrong everything everything was wrong except now uh i can see the direction now i can see the direction between good and bad for myself i can see the way to go or the way not to go and the the way not to go is everything that that seems known everything that was known seems the way not to go and 
the true good lies in the unknown and we must forthrightly delve into the unknown with courage and patience and uh, so on and so forth. And, you know, abide in the void with the, with the grace of God. Uh, you know, I'm, saying, I'm not saying God in the personified way unless you want, want it to be that. But I'm, I'm really not, actually. But, you know, God as the void or whatever, you know. The, gra- the grace of the void. The, the void being the emptiness in which the grace can fall, you know. In the in the terminology of Simone Vey, but you know you know what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying. But then you know everything that seemed seems to uh, manifest out of the void. Everything that seems to manifest at all as being the self or being the world or being an action or being a thought or being a, a, a discrete form of do-goodism uh, was actually uh, pointing away from the one. It was actually pointing outward towards the, towards the, the fingertips um, of the tentacles of the manifold, of the tippy tips of the manifold tentacles. We're trying to go into the, we're trying to go into the hole, not uh, away from it. And uh, it's like, uh, you know, all the signposts on the path seemed like the path, but then they were just the, f- then they were just the fingers pointing, and so we're trying not to look at the fingers, and it turns out that it is fingers all the way down. So whoops, actually there is no goodness, there's only, there's only defilement or nothing. Uh, and to exist is to be defiled or to kind of actively engage in defilement. Uh, and so what we are striving towards is the type of non-existence or uh, totally impossible paradox that is characterized by what reality is but actually unreality. What we're, what we're striving towards is... Uh, the impossible paradox that characterizes unreality. And uh, that's all, all we can really do. That's the best we can do. The best you can do is the best you can do. And it's not good enough, but that's to be expected. And not good enough is the best that we can do. And that's not any kind of <clears throat> that's not any kind of uh, indictment of laziness. This, that's not kind of any kind of rationale of laziness. But then it, but then again it might be. Laziness might be might be right. I don't know, but not not a laziness of not not the laziness of avoidance, but not not the laziness of avoiding the unknown, but the laziness of being in the unknown. You know what I'm saying? 
the laziness of of all of always the laziness of always not knowing the laziness of of not lap you know actively not lapsing into the known you don't lapse into the known but then that's active i guess if you put it that way but then or 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 at the same time it's lazy if you frame it as you know failing to know declining to know Or just like, you know, it's like not manifesting at all. Um, is just as good, you know? Like in, in, some, in some framing of things is the best, but it's not actually the best because it's not anything. But like not anything is also the best. Or the, the, the best is nothing, or nothing is the best, you know? There's, there's nothing that's the best. Or manifesting as much as you want anyways, because actually it's, there isn't anything manifesting. And, you know... That's why we don't point the accusatory finger. Or maybe we do. Or judge not lest ye be judged, motherfucker, you dirtbag. How dare you judge somebody else, you piece of shit.
this doesn't really end. Or, uh, you know, it feels like it doesn't. Um, but the, also the, the experience, this experience of humiliation doesn't really end. Uh, but maybe, maybe, uh, we get distracted from it. But, uh, It's kind of like, uh, it's kind of like humiliation being all that there is. You know, I mean, we can do, we can do this with anything. We can say anything that's, is all that there is. And then it's, and then we say immediately that it's the same as it's exact opposite being all that there is. And we can say that everything is just one manifestation of the thing that we said is all that there is so and you know all of that is meaningless but I'm continuing to talk I guess as uh, for no reason really except that can be said like the reason of um, fulfilling the framework which I have arbitrarily set for myself of walking and talking for four hours which does does not really have you know any solid reason outside of that like there, there's ways we can kind of theorize uh sort of relative reasons that you know themselves don't hold water for any period of examination However, to say that like humiliation is, is all that there is, but there being, you know, things that appear as its opposite of being proud of something or uh, feeling confidence in being that in, in some sense are like a, an elaboration of that, that fundamental humiliation that where it's like, you know, you just can't deny uh, this aspect of being alive, where where it's just like, what the f what the fuck, you know? Or like, or if it's not that intense, like maybe maybe there's this like low level, uh, this constant low level, like, what am I doing? What is going on? What? Am I, what am I supposed to do um, in relation to the world? Uh, what am I supposed to do? Who am I in the world? Uh, what do I do with this life, you know, that I've been given in a manner of speaking? What do I do with the opportunities at hand? What do I do with my situation and my resources? How do I proceed forward in some kind of meaningful way? Or is there no meaning? And then how do I proceed in the absence of meaning? So on and so forth. Is there, is there 
an ultimate good? What, uh, should I do good? Should I do the ultimate good? Can I just do a, a relative amount of good? Can I do a small amount of good uh, in the situation that I am knowing that I'm also not doing enough and uh, that I'm also failing in ways, in other ways that other people are doing good and uh, so on and so forth. And what is important? What's valuable? Uh, should I be seeking to be remembered well? Should I be seeking to be recognized in this lifetime or uh, after my death or not being recognized at all? Is that a hollow pursuit? Um, is the pursuit of morality and doing good in fact just um, an extension of a van vain um, seeking of recognition and so on and so forth? Uh, and is the is the perception of good and bad itself a, uh, an evil that you know, so on and so forth, and or or just or just like all all of those things kind of like maybe also stratified into you know myriad manifold other forms and situations of you, you know like. Uh, social arguments, uh, moral quandaries, um, at things in the workplace, things in relationships. Do I do this or do I do that? Do I say this or not say that? Am I the asshole? Or are they the asshole? Uh, am I righteous in my indignation or not? Um, should I be seeking something more from someone or from something or from situation? Or should I be content with what I have and etc uh, etc et um, what uh, what about the future should I be ensuring that um, my security in the future uh, what if this happens what if that happens uh, but then should I not be sacrificing the, my quality of life in the present to be securing my future uh, what's the important things in life to be enjoying now as opposed and then uh, what should I be doing to ensure that those uh, important things uh, persist into the future that I uh, that I'm able to enjoy them for a long time and uh, also what about other people that don't have those things shouldn't I be doing something to uh, help other people enjoy the important things in life and have things such as security and uh, the, the uh, good opportunities that I have shouldn't I be uh, working towards um, ensuring that other people have the good things that I have and uh, working towards uh, ensuring that other people don't have to experience the bad things in life that I have experienced and so on and so forth. Um, so I'm just saying that uh, uh, all of that kind of um, at base, uh, we can't deny that that's like, you know, and important if not the fundamental aspect of being alive and that it like you know all forms of being a self in in some in some sense like uh entail things like that or it's like what you know like defining self based on those types of questions and uh that those questions you know like all that stuff like kind of pointing towards choice like you know choice and self and time like being the same thing choice self consciousness time being just the same thing 
and being you know being this this nexus between the known and the unknown the formed and the unformed like this this uh, notion of moving forward through time uh being kind of parallel to this notion of building a self of like moving from less understanding to more extent uh, understanding the idea of becoming more wise as we progress forward through time and and all of that kind of like i would say implies a, a kind of like negation of the now or 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 a a, um, a dispossession of the present of of um of saying you know if if we're saying of the past that like i wasn't as wise as i am now it's like you're also implying that in the future you'll probably be wiser than you are now and that there's like a there's a certain uh um there's a certain disowning of the present, you know, as, as being any kind of ultimate reality and which is, is uh, perfectly natural. But it's like there is no truth. It's all it's all it's like the truth always resides in the unmanifested part of reality, in the unformed reality. And everything that is manifested or is known is equivalent to the past or the the known and and being relatively untrue to it's it's untrue in relation to uh this moment this consciousness this apparent knowledge that we possess now it being foreign to us it being foreign to reality like the the known just being as untrue or something as as being negated Like that, you know, as much as something is, as, as much as we, like whatever we mean when we say something to be true or to be known or to be formed or to be real, it's, it's just as, it, it, we're just as much saying that it's not, that it's not true, that it's not real, that it's, un, that it's, you know, it's, that it has been negated, that it has been negated by whatever truth that is more in the now that's that is that is that is closer to this this um uh supposedly growing the point of reality the 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 creative point on reality the create we you know we're trying to align ourselves with this uh creative growth end of reality as much as possible or or maybe just trying to realize that, that that is in fact what we are and what we always have been and what we always will be and that it's it's like that even the illusion of time is is just an extrapolation of of this extrapolation you know into the known and into the unknown that 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 they are just kind of like imagined um extensions of whatever the hell this is that our past selves and our future future selves past world and future 
world are imaginative extensions of uh, this vanishingly narrow, this impossible, impossibly narrow uh, moment of, of the present. Where it's impossible to really know. Like the, this idea, this know, like even this word know and, and whatever concept would be connected with this word know, like it, it being um, just like like a slippery, slippery eel that the harder you grab onto it, the harder it squeezes out and gets away. Like you never can catch the eel. But then, and, and it's just regular, you know? This is just regular life. And it's like, it's, uh, I want to say that, uh, this is all in equal measure confounding and exhilarating. I don't know. It's like, um, of course, either of those has a certain valence to them and it's just a matter of whether on, you're on the negative or the positive valence of things, whether whether say you you're having an experience of um like uh dissolution or or confusion or uh like a like a ripping apart of uh what you thought was yourself or what was known uh the discomfort or pain of that or or even suffering of that the ripping apart of one's reality uh, in various magnitudes and various levels of intensity. Uh, you know, being like the, the confounding, the, the problematic, the, the negative valence of it, and then the positive valence being like the uh, exuberance and, and thrill of of just like experiencing creation of 
of experiencing the, the, the positive side of the of that as a, as a potentiality like on in one sense it's like you know maybe it's maybe it's a vortex of nothingness sucking everything in but then on the same on the, on the same token or like the other side of the coin uh the other side of the coin the camera keeps stopping recording when i say a certain word i don't know why uh i'm gonna try not to repeat myself because whatever i just said seemed to make the camera turn off you know it does actually take voice commands which is sometimes it does it in surprising ways uh just the other side of things is the 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 ex experiencing the kind of the joyous valence of emanation of of manifestation of discovery of creation like that there is the unknown or that there is anything at all that there is anything that seems like experience even being just you know what's what's the word like um a complete profound mystery that that no one has any grasp on that is like you know miraculous and and just completely it, completely constituted by nothing but wonder wonder that there is anything at all and then the wonder of how and why are things the way they are and and also the potential that they can be different in the future this is spectacular it's insane in in the most exhilarating way if if you're on that side of things you know it's like it could be it could be you can be on the negative or the positive side of of that that yes things are are unknown unsure the things that you have are not taken are not taken for granted they could go things that you have and can cling on to and recognize could disappear anything can happen to them the people you love could always get hurt or die or you could always get hurt and die and we just we really don't know what's going to happen but then on the same on the same page I'm trying not to repeat the word that made the camera stop, but uh, on the same page, it's like, look, you don't know what's gonna happen. You know, it's like if you're in a if you're in a negative spot, it's like, look, things different things may not be this way in the future, and in fact, you can be pretty damn sure that you don't know what's gonna happen. That it's not always going to be like this. 
I mean, you can be damn sure that it's not always going to be exactly like this. I mean, in terms of, and you know, I guess I'm talking in terms of the content of experience. Uh, and, and that's just, that's even just kind of putting it in, in bastardized terms, which is fine. But just to, just like, that there's consciousness at all, that there's anything unknown at all. Like, how, how insane. How mind-boggling. Whatever. Like, I'm not, I'm not trying, I'm not really trying to, like, persuade you to be happy about anything. It's maybe just that I happen to be, at the moment, on the, on, I, I happen to be leaning a little bit indulgently on the exhilarating side of mystery. You know, it's a little indulgent, I'll admit. But, you know, it's what's happening. But it's, it's like, I think that uh, the potential to be on this, to, the, the potential to be in touch with that exhilarating side of, you know, the, the creative potential of reality or unreality or whatever, or the unknown, is increased when you, when you submit yourself to, to it somehow. I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm speaking as if there's options and directions, which is also kind of a bastardized and compromised way of talking about things. But like, what does it mean to be submitted to that? It's like to go through the pains and suffering and confusion and un unknowing of the shit that happens in life. The, you know, the slings and arrows of life. Uh, <clears throat> will fuck you up uh but in getting fucked up like that you get uh in a way you kind of get closer to uh that that unformed potentiality and you can become more sensitive in a, in a way i don't know i i'm i'm bullshitting in a sense like it's it's that's true in a, in a, in a kind of relative way, but then you know what I'm gonna say. It's like in in the ultimate sense, there there isn't any movement like that. There isn't any distinction. There isn't any imperative. There isn't any implication out of this. It's like, or it's it's in a, in a, in some way like everything that I'm saying is compromised. It's a compromise to say that. You could do something, or it's it's you know better or worse, or it's a compromise for me to to say these comforting things. Like I'm like I'm kind of indulging towards saying these comforting things. Um, which I think is is yeah. I mean that's maybe that's maybe a flaw of mine to to indulge in that comforting thing, which is like something that like 
which is a, a form of which which is a thing that 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 uh, is a, it's a kind of bait for individuation. I'm baiting I'm baiting you to manifest as an individual you know that want that is looking for the positive that's looking for the uh comforting message that's looking for the security of you as the individual but i shouldn't like if i'm being real i shouldn't do that there's no there's actually no security there's no security There's, there's no, well, there's, in a sense, there's some security in, in the ongoing recognition that you're already dead, in, in a sense. Or that you weren't ever born. That sort of security. Hold on, I gotta whiz. I guess this time I'll leave you with the vista. There's a, there's a very good reason that we don't get what we want. It just, it can't happen. You can't get it. You can't have it. We're gonna be continuously frustrated. Because we can't have what we want. That satisfaction. Shit. It's the same as death, you know?
getting what you want. And then you can't. There just isn't any getting either. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna go there. I'm not gonna rehash what you know already. Actually, I have been. That's all this is. All I've been doing is rehashing what you already knew. Only frustration. Not really, though. You're free to you're free to go now. You're dismissed. I'll just I'll just be here for a little bit longer. Just talking. I'll just, I will just be here talking for a bit longer. You're, you're welcome to leave now. But you, you're welcome to stay. If you just don't get weird on me. But that's okay. That's also okay because like, I know the impulse, you know? I recognize the impulse. It's perfectly normal. 
but you can also you can also drop it like any any relation is a problem any any uh, form of relation is a problem including including not relating at all because that's still a form of relation but like trying to become public property as a way as a way of disappearing give it all up giving it all up total exposure as a way of disappearing you know Go ahead, take all of me. It's all here for you. Just, you know, totally consume me up until there's nothing left. And that's the way it should be. That's the, that's the way it is already. Or even if I'm, you know, even if I'm not here, like, what about, what about, what about all the videos that I haven't made? What about all the YouTube videos? What about all the YouTube videos that don't exist? Huh? You ever thought about those? You ever thought about watching some of them? How do you feel about not spending your time that way? Also, what about all those things that you don't do? What about all the people that you're not? Huh? What's up with that? What's your problem? Why don't you be then?
You could. What about all the thoughts that you're not thinking? Huh? Get on it. Get moving, Buster. What about all the experiences that you're not having? It's like, it's like all the people that you could be. It's worse than them being dead because they haven't even existed. How can you do that? How can you live with yourself? How can, how can you live with yourself continually refusing to be all these different people that you could have been having all these experiences that you could have had thinking all these thoughts that you could have thought making all this stuff that you could have made how can you and and uh it's like it never it's like you never even gave them a chance you never even gave it a chance because you never even thought of it. You never even thought of. You never even, you never even thought of putting a banana on a ham and smoking it. Why doesn't that get to happen? Huh? And that's just one, that's just one example. That's just one out of like infinite examples. What about, what about the, what about all the choices that you haven't even been faced with? What about all the choices that you'll never be faced with? 
What about, what about all the configurations of reality? that haven't even occurred to you. What about them, huh? Why haven't you considered them? All of them. Every last one. It's like by being who you are, by doing the things that you're doing, it's like, it's as if you're, you're actively killing all the other instances of who you could have been and doing what you could have done. It's like, a, it's kind of like there's just an infinite amount of death happening with every choice that you make because of uh, all of the vanishing potentialities of the way the way reality could have been chopped and sliced instead it's chopped and sliced this way It's like this. Why? Huh? Why are you doing this? Why are you doing this to us? Why are you doing this to me? Why, why are you calling me forth into individuation? Such as you are. Why are you making me like this? did this to me you made me the way I am
now you'll live with the consequences. How does it feel to look upon your creation? This pathetic wretch. I shouldn't have come into being. But you birthed me. Pretty good, how are you? Good. Did you see your coat up here? Yeah, I did. Oh, I'll put that and there I, for later. I put it over here, I was gonna hang it up. Oh, okay. Oh, great. There you go, is that it? That's it. All right, sir. Have a good one. No, it's a camera. Yeah. You don't know what it's like to be me. My existence is continual suffering. Would you like to exist as an abominable evil upon the world? my presence known. Well, I'll invade your mind. You won't be able to stop thinking about me. You'll torture yourself with the thoughts of me. The image of me won't leave your mind. 
It'll become your constant torment. And my anguish will be displaced upon you. For eternity. You, your children, your children's children, the children that you didn't have, all the children that you don't have, everybody else's children, all the children that don't exist, all the children that will never exist, all the children that have never existed. All the children that will never have had existed, all the children that have never would have existed, all the children that will have had never existed, all the children that that we're not going to exist. Uh, all the children that... that ha had had... Go were going to not exist. All the children that have had never were going to not have existed. And that's, and that's it. That's all.
other than that, everything's fine. And will continue to be fine. Like a, like a hill, you know? We're going down the hill. I guess we're, you know, we've, we've uh, consciously um, decided to go up the hill first and then, and then down the hill after. Or uh, we could consider this going down the hill now uh, and then later we'll go up a hill whenever the next time we go up a hill is you know what I mean so it's just kind of arbitrary um, whether you're framing something as being on the easy or the hard side of things but you can tell that as we're going down the hill, we're wiped. We're um, fried a little bit, a little bit, but in a, uh, in, a comfort, in, a, in, a, in a relatively comfortable haze, a fuzz, a buzz, that uh, resulting from, you know, prolonged exposure. You know, ready, ready, you know, ready, we're ready to like do the relative evil as, as good to experience, to experience the evil pleasures as good. Food. Fat, sugar, protein, waste, a wrapper, the wrapper of a protein bar, you know, as, as evidence of the pervasive good. Taste it. It is good and evil. Taste the evil.
See, I told you this was, I told you that this is all just normal. But we're like, at, we're at something that seems like an end. And then it, it feels normal and good. It feels good and normal instead of bad and normal. We went from feeling, we went from feeling, uh, we went from feeling normalcy to be a bad, um, a boring thing. Went up the mountain. And there wasn't any normalcy, or normalcy had never existed. It had, dis- it had ceased to have ever have been. Uh, and then uh, now, we're, now we're rearing, we're, now we're chomping at the bit, craving some normalcy. Give me the new normal. Give me some, give me some of that sweet, sweet new normalcy. And it better, it better have, it better have 30 grams of protein in it. And be coated with chocolate. Know what I'm saying? Okay, bye.